When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. On SEN, the captain's run with Kane Corns. 22 minutes past 11 o'clock. If you are listening to us on your home of sport in Adelaide, 1629 SENSA, it's just after 10 minutes um, to this. Our next guest has been so busy. In in fact, I'm not sure he's ever dealt with as many interview requests as what he has done in the last week or so. Of course, he's a great part of the SEN family. And at times like this, we're thankful we have him. He's SEN's tennis guru. Brett Phillips is his name. BP doing an outstanding job over summer with all the various shifts you've been doing and, and welcome ag- again to our show. Thanks for your time. Uh, thank you, Kane. Uh, nice to have you back on the radio. And yeah, it's a, it's a January that's different because normally I would have been doing, you know, uh, Sydney ATP Cup last year in Brisbane, mm. other tournaments, then into two weeks of the AO. Um, so it's very different from that point of view, but there's no less shortage of tennis news. So um, yeah, it'll be sort of two months this year and, as opposed to one month. I, I launched uh, the show with my support of Novak Djokovic, which, which I wouldn't usually do, but not for the first time. I, I, I thought Nick Kyrgios was out of line, like I, it, just with his social media commentary, which uh, we've probably come to expect. But as good a, as Nick has been publicly this year, despite not playing, I, I thought he went one step too far, and I doubt whether he would have said that to Novak's face. Um, how did you see the toing and froing and over the last 12 months, probably, between Kyrgios and Djokovic? Yeah, well, I think I've been pretty consistent. I feel like on our first serve tennis show, other you know times I'm asked about Nick Kyrgios, I've sort of been fairly consistent, Kane, that, you know, as a, a person that loves the sport and, and follows all competitors around the world, not just the Aussies, it's never been an easy job for me just to warm to Nick. Uh, I, you know, I, I want a bit of substance. Uh, people, yes, uh, the, the casual observer loves the entertainment value and uh, expect the unexpected. Yeah, I'll buy a ticket and go and watch Nick Kyrgios play. But, you know, I'd rather us, uh, uh, all of us who love tennis or take a passing interest to really start pumping up Alex Demon or more as our number one male and, and actually you know, concentrate our focus there because... You know, Nick, um, as you said off the top today, he's you know, in that 25, 26 age group. He has never really been totally committed. And look, he is, you know, certainly always puts it out there. So, you know, he's candid, he's honest. Um, we, we love that in a sense. You know uh, where he stands. But I, I can't personally probably buy into someone who's not totally committed. I can buy into Alex Demon or I can buy into John Millman, Jordan Thompson, you know, our three other um, Aussies ranked inside the top 100 who just give their heart and soul. It's easy to buy into Ash Barty. Um, so I have no idea where Nick's going to land this year. It's been so long since he's picked up a racket. 
Um, but for Djokovic, yeah, whether you like him or loathe him, he's a polarising figure. Um, he'll just uh, sort of dust it off and, and get on with it and point to the record. So I'm not probably uh, <laughs> anyone's particular camp. But, yeah, look, you know, I hope Nick fulfills his potential. I really do. I mean, what he can do on a tennis court is phenomenal. I just crystal balling can't quite see it happening either. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's move on to more positive news because I'm, I'm sitting here in Adelaide about, I don't know, 400 metres from where we've got one of the best lineups that Adelaide's ever seen. Djokovic, Nadal, Serena, Ash will speak about in a little bit. Dominic Team's going to have a hit as well. Uh, extraordinary level of talent. Tickets sold out in three minutes yesterday online, BP. You just cannot get a, a ticket for this event. But it does appear to me that it's not an equal playing field. Like, if you're looking for a favourite, Djokovic was going to be favourite regardless. But you factor his preparation in as opposed to his competitors in quarantine in Victoria. Like, a lot's going to have to go wrong for him to lose this Australian Open, don't you think? Well, he owns the tournament. I mean, he's going for a ninth Australian Open, which is quite remarkable. And, you know, it's been his best performed Grand Slam. So, and, and the fact that he's also got... Uh, the wood on hard courts against Nadal. I mean, Nadal's only won the one Australian Open. He's been runner-up a, a couple of times, and he's ran into Novak. You know, who will ever forget that final where um, you know he absolutely blew Nadal apart a couple of years ago in about an hour and a half, which is you know phenomenal with those two having a long matchup. So Nadal's got some work to do to beat him on hard courts, and you know probably Dominic Team, if he wasn't playing Djokovic in the final last year. He probably um, wins the Australian Open. He had Djokovic two sets to one. So, yeah, Novak the favourite, but who knows? Uh, mm. You know, I think Nadal looks uh, physically pretty good and, and will be, I think, one of the beneficiaries, Kane, of not having played a lot of tennis. It's probably freshened uh, Rafa up, which he needed at 34, and, and Dominic Team we know, is going to win more slams. So, yeah, it's maybe a little bit of a tighter race than um, we expect, but, yeah, Novak certainly deserves the favouritism. Uh, we've heard in the news all morning with Meredith Gibbs about Paula Bedosa, who initially complained about quarantine because she was on one of those flights, has now confirmed that she has tested positive. She said that she's suffering some symptoms. Um, do we expect her to play in the Australian Open or will she jump on a flight back home? You know, I think it's probably going to cast a, a little bit of doubt. And uh, what, what's fascinating at the moment, Kane, is the week leading up to the Australian Open. So... We've known all along that the Australian Open can't, and there's no wriggle room to you know, push uh, the date back now. The calendar is set beyond the Australian Open. But what do those lead-up events look like? Now, the ATP Cup draw is happening in around about half an hour's time, and we know there's the four other events. There's been some discussion, can those other four events maybe be pushed back a couple of days to allow those players in the hard lockdown to come out and maybe have two or three days on court to get some court time? I think you'll probably see some players withdraw from the build-up events and just have a week of practice, some simulated sets, um, just get themselves right physically uh, on court to then launch into an Australian Open because they'd hate to do an injury and miss out on the Aussie and also do an injury that maybe sets back their year as well because it's such a long tennis season. So I think a little bit to play out. But yeah, for, for Paula Bedosa, it's uh, going to cut it very, very fine for her. And look, I've got to say... Hats off. I've been on air the last couple of days. Plenty of texts coming through that, you know, they should never have been here in the first place. Get them out of town. This sort of uh, um, vitriol towards the tennis players. But it's been handled really, really well. The, the, the public 
uh, isn't been affected at all. They've got on top of the positive cases or those who are in close contact and made sure they've put them in a real hard lockdown. So I think uh, from that point of view, um, CA and, and the health officials have handled it pretty well. I'm with you on that. I'm so, so supportive of the tournament going ahead at the start when a lot of people are saying, why are we bothering putting the public at risk? They've done, they've done a great job doing what they said they were going to do, and that's not getting it out into the community. So I 100% agree with you on that one. What does the rest of the year look like, or is it too far um, out, even you know, sort of months out, to, to look like what the year of tennis may look like on the international tour? Yeah, well, they've certainly been releasing uh, the calendar for about the first quarter of the year. So I think we're up to about Miami. We know that Indian Wells has been cancelled or certainly postponed. That may appear in the calendar if we can find a slot later in the year. Um, but at this stage, yeah, it's sort of you know planning probably in quarterly blocks. And what, what, what you're going to find this year, Kane, because there are a few tournaments that have been totally cancelled, and all these tournaments are sort of uh, independently run and owned and you're going to see a lot of one-off uh, licenses being granted to venues uh, across the globe. I know there's going to be an event in Singapore just after the Australian Open that's never been on the calendar before and it's just about trying to give the players as many earning opportunities and playing opportunities as possible. So hard to look uh, forward but uh, fingers crossed you know at least Wimbledon gets back this year and from all the reports it should, uh, where the crowds can go. Well, we know the situation mm. in the UK uh, is pretty devastating at the moment. That that might happen. All right, mate. Well, you'll be all over it. Looking Really looking forward to Adelaide next week. That's some positivity. The best in the business, basically, going at it in a sort of exhibition tournament on the 29th of January. Looking forward to that. And we'll probably speak to you this time next week. Yeah, good man. Talk soon. Brett Phillips is a key part of this station and um, he's earning his money at the moment. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.